Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. Did you talk with or discuss with any city staff or any member of the Milton City Council or anyone else on the drafting of the con- contents of this proposal? I couldn't even I tell, tell you. Uh, I, asked I asked certain council, council members that would that actually, would actually talk, talk with me and respond to my phone, phone calls what, what the meaning of their discussion, their discussion was at that, that meeting. meeting. I would have talked talk to you too if you, if you responded to my phone calls. Call. <laughs> Alex Andrade, the uh, city attorney for the city of Milton, on Zoom, of course, because he, that's why the echo, uh, because he was in Tallahassee at the time when they were having their meeting uh, earlier this week in order to decide whether or not to hire Randy Jorgensen, the former uh, city manager, as a interim city manager now that uh, Hokey Pokey Scott Collins has gotten out, I guess, for the final time. Um, so that was a conversation. Mike Cusack is um, no good friend of Alex Andrade's. Um, I mean, he's just... It's, it's funny to watch him be out to get him, um, asking him, well, who did you talk to? Did you negotiate? Um, did you discuss terms? Why are you offering to hire this guy as a contract employee 1099 instead of uh, – or contract uh, contractor instead of as a regular employee? Well, you understand, Councilman Cusack, that that will actually save us money because we don't have to pay benefits and taxes. Oh, I didn't understand that. Okay. Uh, so it's just, you know – Mike Cusack, he, he literally asks him at one point, well, you want him to start on the 29th, that's yesterday, um, and we're paying him $12,000 a month. What 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 if he files for $12,000 after the first day? If we get a resume or, for like I said, for a permanent city manager within three months and all of us on the council say, hey, this is a person I think we should hire in a permanent basis, we have to either shell shell out $24,000 in a severance package or ask this person to wait for perhaps two to three months before they can take the position. Which, I mean, that, I th- thought that was actually a fair concern, but it didn't turn out to be all that relevant to the conversation. So moving into the second act now, of which there might only be two acts today, just for time constraints. Um, so Mike Cusack trying to get... It, Alex, the, Mike won't return his phone calls. is so funny. That makes now Heather Lindsay and apparently Mike Cusack also who are blocking him just strikes me as hilarious. Um... So then you have this question of, well, you know, what if he files for the day of pay for $12,000? And, uh, you know, why are you offering him to be a contractor and whatever instead of an employee? Well, how, how about this? Why are we giving him a car? I refer to Section 5 of the contract you put together. The city shall make available a city-owned vehicle for business purposes to this. Correct. Correct. That does no, not that mean does the not city, mean city is requiring, is requiring him, to him to use it. Use it. Well, if he can't, if he doesn't have a license to drive a city vehicle, why would we? How can we give him a city vehicle? It's against the city of Milton's policy. And back to what you no said, one, no one's, before, Jeff. No one's, no one's giving, giving a, vehicle. a vehicle. Nobody's given a vehicle. Thank you. So, there, so making available a city-owned vehicle, what does that mean then? For transportation, For transportation purposes. And who's going to drive the vehicle if he doesn't have a driver's license? Presumably, Presumably a city, a city employee, employee who's, who's also, also working, working on, on business, business purposes. purposes. So we're going to take a city employee away at city expense by using them to perform a chauffeur function. Is that correct? Is that what you're proposing? No. no. <laughs> okay, well, that I'm trying to understand how we can give somebody a city-owned vehicle for business purposes and if he can't drive. Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, if they're both going to do a thing together, you know, presumably, that's at least one possibility. It's just not really relevant as 
kind of Alex keeps explaining to him, but he's the, the, the whole backstory here is that Mike Cusack and Marilyn Farrow are working with the kind of the anti-wastewater treatment plant people to do anything to thwart Randy Jorgensen. Okay. Including delaying him from coming back until uh, March 1st, because apparently there was some kind of importance of him coming back yesterday to get something done on a timely basis. Maybe something related to grant funding. I don't know. Uh, Joe Cook, the public works director actually stood up and said, I don't know why y'all are messing with this. We need him to come in soon. There's a magic date about uh, Randy coming to work Thursday. Staff needs him. We have a very important issue that he is needed. So there is a urgency for him to be here on Thursday. Thank you, Joe. All right. So I promised you drama. I know that getting all the setup is not all that exciting. I promise you drama. Here it comes next. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Uh, we're not seeing anything on our roadways to report. No accidents on the map here from FHP and no congestion showing on the Google Maps. I-10 and I-110 looking good. Uh, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is good as well. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace. No accidents reported there. Chase Street, Gregor Street, Garden Street, Palafox all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing us down, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with the traffic on the fives. All right. So here we go. Here's the... <laughs> fun and crazy stuff in Milton. So Mike Cusack pressing on the idea that Randy Jorgensen is so distrustful, distrustworthy that he's going to file for $12,000 after one day of work. I have another question uh, for Alex. Um, so in your email this morning, he said that he was willing to start on Thursday, which is February 29th, being that the, this way this is proposed, his current scope of work for the month, he could turn it up request for a payment of $12,000 for working one day in in February. Is that correct? Based on how this is written, is that something that could happen? So Mike is, yeah, Mike's, Mike's asking if he works on February the 29th for one day, can he bill the city for $12,000 for the month? No, obviously not. Exactly. <laughs> but, no, obviously not. Like, that's every answer to his sort of ridiculous questions. Well, what about this car? And by the way, the backstory here is uh, apparently there was a charge. Uh, Randy had a DUI charge. I don't know the disposition of it or anything, but I've also been told that that's really not the issue here. Okay, um, so I don't know the status of his licensing or not, but uh, you know, there's more to the story than what's going to get made out here. This is over that question about the car. Listen, the question I asked her to begin with before a city vehicle is issued to a city employee and or contractor under the under contract with the city. Does that, you know, does that person need to provide, I read it out of order, provide a valid driver's license and, and proof of insurance, insurability. So I'm not quite sure if we can verify that the applicant has a valid driver's license. If he does not, then he shouldn't get a city vehicle. And, I don't a, city, and a city employee should not be utilized as a chauffeur <laughs> to take him to different events or different Mike, this is, this is a personal attack just because you it's don't... It's not care. a personal attack. Well, yes, it is because he's been our city manager for four to five years already. It's not an issue. It's not that he cannot obtain a driver's license. Quiet in the forum, please. This is... Uh, he has a... It's HIPAA, and we can't discuss that in here. And correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but... I, I, I don't. I don't uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh well, oh, Councilman, well, I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't even get to, get to that, that question. question. The, 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 the the question, question about, about proof of insurance, insurance and license, and license is, is irrelevant, irrelevant to this, to this topic, topic because, because again, again, no direction, no direction of, work of work 
can be, you know, you know explicitly laid out in this. No one is requiring as a condition of this proposed contract that anyone drive a vehicle. So the questions are relevant to the topic you guys have before you tonight. <laughs> like it's like a, a judge responding to the aspiring litigant uh uh mike cusack you don't know what you're talking about Shush. <laughs> this is silly stuff so um and by the way you heard uh jeff snow hint at that there's some kind of a hipaa thing now i don't know any details but if jeff snow's saying it's hipaa that that means that there's some health issue related to uh randy jorgensen uh, and that might be connected to him not getting a driver's license i i don't know i mean maybe he doesn't have one because it's not good for him to drive for some reason i don't i don't know we you know a lot of this doesn't get discussed in public and shouldn't be discussed in public but just throwing these allegations around and by the way it it actually does get said a little bit later when the pitchfork posse folks show up pam mitchell who is one of the founding members uh, again the wastewater treatment plant opponents okay that's their big focus in life and randy is the architect of the wastewater treatment plant is the one they fear is going to bring it back on schedule but twenty four thousand dollars i mean that's a lot of money our city is in financial hardship right now we, we don't need to be throwing away the taxpayers money there's some the one day february 29th to march 1st he's what's the magic of february 29th there is none so start on the first of the month or start him on monday instead of starting him on friday but you know y'all are just doing this little tit for tat back and forth and you're not using common sense about things and again you heard joe cook now he said it afterwards okay that there is value in having him come in yesterday i it's my understanding that there's some kind of a you know if he needed to work on something before today and that's why they wanted to get him in which i think the opponents knew and wanted to keep him from coming in to get that solved and here was the um well the unpleasantness this is uh, lauren cooper another member of the um aforementioned posse I don't understand how we can pay somebody $12,000 a month. Uh, I've heard that he said he'd take five. I mean, he's coming in to do a service, right? He's coming back because he loves the city of Milton. That's what you've said, right? That's right. So I, I think that he, we could get him for a lot cheaper. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe because what it sounds like, to be honest with you, he cares a lot about his bank account. <laughs> $12,000, y'all. Who wouldn't take that job? That job and, pays more than that. And... Yeah. And you don't, well, apparently not. I don't think we paid Mr. Collins that. Yes, we did. Oh, okay. We paid him 140000 did we? Because I don't think we did. But anyway, right, it was a little bit less, yeah. Plus benefits, um, which takes it well over. Yeah, I don't think he got a car, though, did he? And he's got a license, and he can drive. Okay, so I don't know why Randy needs one, because he doesn't have a license. And I don't think DUIs are actually covered under HIPAA. Okay, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway, well, it's not an attack, Jeff. Yes, Truth is, is facts are no, not attacks. Get that through your head. But the bottom line is, we don't have the money. And if this man's doing it for a service, take the service. Ask for less. If he's that great, he's going to come in and save us from what he had created. I think we should ask for less. But, hey, you're the one that's going to be running for another office. We'll remember. Yeah, you told me that last time. I mean, that's just disgusting. Because you don't know. And I don't know. But to allege that that's it? I mean, it it could just as plausibly be that he knows he's got some kind of a health issue that he shouldn't be driving as a way of keeping everybody safe. And that might be the reason. We don't know. So, mm. <laughs> mm, mm.
But as I have said many times, by the way, they wound up passing higher than him 6-2. to two. Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Farrow and, jo- and uh, Mike Cusack were the ones who voted no. As I have said many, many, many times, the rumors of the death of Days of Our Milton have been greatly exaggerated. I really do. I will say this. I really hope it gets better. I really hope that people learn to control themselves, people learn to get along and be honest and honorable and decent because it's a great city and the employees are great and the citizens deserve great leadership. And unfortunately right now they're not really getting it. Uh, and, and by the way, in spite of the fact that the operation of government does go on and does accomplish good things, like getting all these grants, you know, and getting things done in the city of Milton. It's just that this ugliness of what happened in the city council meetings is such a bad look. 722 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Um, if you need a heating or an air conditioning or an electrical or a plumbing job done, call Peden. They will take care of you. They have been expanding, well, ever since I've been talking about them, and before that, too. I mean, I'm not saying it's me that made it. I'm just saying they have been expanding because they do good work. Professionals show up on time, right products, right service, take care of you, stand behind the work, 100% guarantee. They recently had expanded to Baldwin County. Now they've expanded to Mobile County. They recently had expanded east to be like um, in Tallahassee is now part of their territory. So everything in the central time zone is now a place that they service. You also, if you get a new AC system purchased right now, you get a free tanked water heater with that AC service. And they are hiring uh, technicians, plumbers, and electricians, AC technicians. So if you know somebody who's good or you are somebody who's good, they are always hiring good, capable people. Find out more or schedule an appointment at Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N.com. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. It's not if, but it's when. James chapter 1 reminds us that facing trials is not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when. And because trials will come, it is wise for us to be ready to handle them when they do. Just like if you're in a situation where you must physically fight, if the fight is unexpected, you might get sucker punched. But if you have your back foot planted and your shoulders squared up, you're ready to defend yourself. Therefore, your chances of victory have increased greatly. James chapter 1 prepares Christians to spiritually fight through the trials and understand God's purpose in allowing that trial. I want to encourage you to read closely James 1, 2 through 12 and ask God for a fresh dose of his wisdom as you fight through the trials of life. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Physical activity can make your life better. Spring is a great time to begin reaching your movement goals. The Florida Department of Health in Santa Rosa County is celebrating National Minority Health Month and promoting breastfeeding for all babies by holding the All Moms, All Babies One Mile Color Walk or Run on April 13th. This free family fun event will be held at the Baghdad Mills Site Park beginning at 10 a.m. Call 850-983-5250 to pre-register or for more information. Visit health.gov slash move your way for tips on how to get active. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us today as we detail what's going on in your city parks and resources. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions. 850-437-1620. News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. 
Good morning, 726 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Jake has got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Not seeing any major accidents reported by FHP this morning on the maps here. It looks like uh, Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School is slow in both directions from the school zone there, especially when you get to the intersection of Highway 90 and uh, that's going to be North Blue Angel Parkway. Uh, that's starting to slow down there, especially coming in on North Blue Angel Parkway as you cross over Mobile Highway there. Very, very slow in that area. Otherwise, around town, we're looking great. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, no issues there. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace, no accidents reported. And uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Into the newsroom now, David Wayne's got our headlines. David? Well, that uh, big wildfire in Texas has now spread into Oklahoma. The Smokehouse Creek fire started uh, Monday. It's uh, now burned over a million acres across Texas. Now it's spread into Oklahoma where it's burned over 30,000 acres as of last night. It's also killed two people so far. An American Airlines flight from New York to Spain had to be diverted to Boston yesterday because of a cracked windshield. Flight 94 did safely land, though, at Logan International Airport uh, because because of the windshield issue, the aircraft had to be taken out of service. And uh, an Arkansas family, Andrew, has welcomed a leap year baby into the world yesterday, but not their first rodeo. It's their second leap year baby. Uh, Samantha and Zach Dennis had their youngest child yesterday uh, on February 29th, exactly 16 years after the birth of their son, Caden. The kids were both born in the same clinic with the same doctors. All right, that's kind of cool. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 728 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um, oh, do I have time to get into this? I really want to, and I've, I keep pushing it off. And um, Yeah, this is actually kind of a cool thing. If I have the clip available, now I'm going to look for it. And I, oh, there it is. Okay, this is at the recent Board of County Commissioners meeting in Escambia County. Jeff Bergash talking. I also want to thank Tim Day, Chips Kirschenfeld. There's an exciting, very exciting project that we're going to be commencing. It's It's been years in the making. I look forward to Chips bringing it forward. Um, it's going to uh, create uh, a, a larger island out, out uh, right off the point there off of uh, the Sunset Grill. And it's going to be a place where we can, we can amass the sand and create a, a great amenity for boaters out there. And the double function of that is it will it will be a, an amount of sand that we can utilize for beach renourishment out there. It was a project that was on the books uh, many years ago for reasons I don't understand. Uh, the commissioner at that time killed it, but we're bringing it back. It's a very worthwhile project. We're going to invest about 200000 and it's going to do a lot of things. Allow us to have sand when we need it to renourish, allow us to convey the sand where it's needed without running bulldozers and trucks over the roads. It's a really unique project. And- now, first, um, I don't think Doug Underhill killed the project at all. That's a mischaracterization. I actually talked with Tim Day, the natural resource manager for Scambia County, about this. The project is really interesting. It's right off of the point where Sunset Grill is uh, on Perdido Key. And if you know that area, there's a big bit of water right by the intercoastal. And in that big area of water, there's like these three small islands. And the basic gist of this is there's currently dredge spoil. That's when they clean out the intercoastal and they got to dump that soil somewhere. Well, they actually have a kind of man-made beach just east and north of the Sunset Grill that is a private beach. It's the people's backyards. But their docks get damaged and destroyed often when this dredging goes on and the spoils gets put there. So the idea is to, instead of dumping it there, dump it over where these islands are. 
and make a larger island complex that might even have amenities like snorkeling and things eventually over just to the west of the Sunset Grill by what is now Sunset Island. Cool project. I like it. It would probably be five or six years before it even happens, but you got to prepare for it now. So very interesting. Fox News, I'm C.J. Papa, President Biden in Brownsville, Texas, employing Republicans, including Donald Trump, to work with him on new laws for the border. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? The president upset Republicans blocked a Senate bill that would have directed billions of additional dollars for border security. Fox's Rich Edson at the White House with warrant Mr. Trump stop in Eagle Pass. He and Republicans argue Biden can simply rescind the executive orders he signed reversing Trump border policies. Officials say the administration is considering executive actions on the border, though the president announced none yesterday. This in a year that immigration is now surging to the top of the list of concerns that polls show Americans have. Congress greenlights a short-term extension that funds some agencies through March 8th and others through March 22nd, but avoids a shutdown at midnight tonight. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 News Radio 92.3 on a little chilly and damp morning here in Pensacola. It's 52 right now. The man who was charged after a teen died during an inner tube accident in 2022 is now pleading guilty or pleading no contest, rather, I'm sorry, to vehicular manslaughter charges. 22-year-old Joseph Squirewell entered his plea earlier this week. Investigators say he was driving a truck, which was pulling an inner tube, and this happened on that small pond over at Community Maritime Park. 18-year-old Christian Garner was on that tube. Police say Squirewell drove too far, too fast, and threw Garner from the tube into a parking lot where he died. Squirewell now faces a maximum sentence of 15 years in prison, sentencing scheduled for April 16th. In that case, Escambia County has identified the employee that died in that work-related mishap this week. David Owen had worked for the county for about 25 years. He was an equipment operator for the Public Works Department. He was originally hired back in April of 1999 and served uh, his entire career as an equipment operator. Owen was killed while working to clear a tree. On Monday morning, the tree hit the bucket he was in, knocked him out of the truck and to the ground. Investigators with the sheriff's office say he wasn't wearing his harness or a helmet at the time of that accident. Congressman Matt Gates calling out what he's calling hypocrisy from Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Yesterday, during testimony in front of the House Armed Services Committee, Austin apologized for how he handled his hospital stay last month, saying he didn't properly notify the president or other military leaders. He said his mil- his medical issues were personal. Now that you see how personal medical decisions are. Will you call for the re-recruitment, restoration of full rank and back pay for the 8,600 service members who were vax mandated out of the military? Uh, No, I won't. And uh, he faced sharp criticism after it was revealed his own deputy in the White House were not notified of his hospitalization for several days. Republicans uh, have called for his resignation. The city of Pensacola reaching a new collective bargaining agreement with its firefighters union under the terms. The city raising the starting pay for firefighters by about 17 percent. Firefighters in the city will now start out at forty three thousand dollars, while across the union, uh, firefighters can expect to see about 12 percent increases. We try to uh, really uh, lift up uh, our 
our employees and, and give them the respect that they deserve. I think this is a great opportunity to do that. Mayor D.C. Reeves there from the State of the City address, and he said uh, one of his priorities for the year would be modernizing the pay structure for all city employees. It appears that that's carrying over to union employees as well. The Florida House of Representatives advanced a bill that would restrict homeless residents from sleeping and camping on public property. Bill sponsor Sam Garrison says Florida has the second highest number of homeless people in the entire country. We're not going to have our public libraries. We're not going to have our city halls. We're not going to have our public roadways. Everything from the sidewalks across the street turned into de facto homeless camps. We're just not going to have that. So all options are on the table. Um, so long as the status quo is not an option. The bill would require local governments to provide shelters or campsites to house the homeless that meet specific standards, such as having security, sanitation, and behavioral health services on site. If this is passed in its third reading, the new legislation would go into effect in October. 735 at News Radio, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. All right, not seeing any major accidents reported by FHP. We do have a couple slowdowns to tell you about. Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School. It's slow in both directions from the school zone there. And uh, just in from the traffic tip line, W Street and Beverly Parkway westbound, just across that intersection. The right lane is closed at the moment. Not sure if that's an accident or uh, just some road work going on, but the crews are on the scene. Uh, we have uh, FHP on the scene there. That's W Street and Beverly Parkway westbound, just across that intersection. Other than that, around town, we're looking great. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you're coming out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, no accidents reported there. And uh, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. We are going to be seeing a wet day today. 90% chance of showers with a few thunderstorms possible. High today near 67 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 61. Showers will slowly come to an end as we go overnight with a small chance of rain Saturday morning. High on Saturday near 72 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. For Sunday, high near 72 with a small chance of a stray shower. Sunday night, temperatures dropping near 61. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. And right now, 52 in Pensacola, 53 in Gulf breeze and 53 in milton with showers across the area your next news at eight breaking news anytime i'm david wayne for news radio 92.3 i'm jim chesco with your money now noting that it's seen very strong demand for its artificial intelligence servers dell technologies reported an adjusted per share profit for the latest quarter that crushed expectations the computer makers total revenue 22.3 billion dollars was about as expected though down 11 percent from a year ago due to continued soft demand for pcs shares of dell are soaring 15 percent in after hours trading in the regular thursday session some late buying helped february go out with a bang the s p 500 and nasdaq composite each notching fresh closing highs for the nasdaq up 144 points today it was the first record close since late 2021 the s p gained 26 points something new at sonic the fast food chain has added a couple of crispy chicken tender wraps to its menu for a limited time there's a hickory barbecue crispy tender wrap and a cheesy baja crispy tender wrap each is available for a dollar and they're offered for now exclusively via the Sonic app. That's your money now. 
The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Mom, can we have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award-winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. talked about this kind of at the same time yesterday but uh this just happens to be the time when i have a chance to talk about it again and uh i want i would i would be remiss if i didn't give uh senator doug broxton a little bit more love because i thought you know i was not a doug broxton fan in the beginning i just tell you and he knows this in fact he's he's often noted it um i was you know i wasn't a fan in the beginning but the more i got to know him the more i'm like oh man I was so wrong um, because, you know, he has been a person of integrity, decency, honor, just man of his word, you know, patient, explain stuff. That doesn't mean I always agree with him. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of people I disagree with. That's not how I decide who's decent people or not. I decide who's decent on the basis of um, who will pay attention to reason and evidence, who will admit when they're wrong, uh, who will not be self-serving and who will tell the truth. That Those are the kind of things I look for. Um, you know, if you do all that stuff and you happen to see the world a different way from me, oh, fine. I mean, I can work with you. Um, in fact, people who agree with me who don't do that stuff, it's the worst. <laughs> they drive me the worst because I'm like, I don't want you on my side. You make my side look bad. Get off my side. Go be on the other side. Make the other side look bad. You know? So anyway, um, but when he got up to, they do this whenever you are termed out in the House or in the Senate, you get to give a speech. And in this case, in the Senate, there's so few of them, only 40, that, um, you know, and there's only, you know, I think maybe not that many that term out this year, one or two. Um, so it might be more than that. I apologize for not knowing. But they did a, like an hour of celebrating him on the floor and people talking about it. And the one thing that you'd have to kind of watch the meeting to get this gist, but they were all smiling. Like, it was the most relaxed I've ever seen a Senate floor session. They were just all so kind of like happy that they got to serve with him. You know what I mean? Like there was something about the the tone of it that was, I can't, it's ineffable. Like it's hard for me to explain it to you, but if you watch the video, it's really neat. And when he's telling his stories and stuff, they're just, 
everybody, regardless of viewpoint, regardless of party affiliation. Anyway, so he obviously did a little bit of, uh, you know, teary-eyed stuff when he's talking about his wife, of course. I asked Mary. I said... Can I? Yeah. 52 years. And she is the best thing that's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and not just her. I actually live with two women. It's uh, <laughs> a funny way to say it. Two angels. Married for 52 years, and her mother, who is 98, will be 98, has lived with us for 10 years, and they're both just incredibly never have a bad day, never talk about anybody, never do anything that uh, uh, you would be, well, you'd be disgusted by it, frankly. <laughs> I mean, to live around people that, that never make mistakes. <laughs> it's a little bit frustrating, sure. But this story, I thought this I mean, I don't know. It, it it affected me. He was talking about how he got into politics the first time ever. Now, you have to understand that his dad um, was a sheriff, if I remember correctly, I think, and died on duty um, when he was very young. And so that's like sort of context for everything else, okay, that's going to happen. But he tells a story about, you know, like he didn't want to run for political office. And he'd explained before that, he got tongue-tied as a kid. He got put in special ed by mistake as a kid. His mom had to rescue him from that. I mean, just like, you know, he's got this horrible fear of uh, looking dumb in front of people and sounding stupid and forgetting how to talk. And I mean, which is very understandable. You know, um, he obviously doesn't have any problem, but it's, a, you know, imagine living your whole life where you're kind of worried about that, right? Anyway, so this was his story about how he got into politics to begin with. But my dad was very important to all of his 11 children. And... I said I'd never be in politics, but I got this impression that I wanted to run for the House, and I don't know where it came from. I think Pastor Evans says it's a mental disease to run for, for office. I believe that. I think you can say that. But I said I'm not going to do this unless I have a clear sign. Anybody ever gotten a sign that I have to do this? I said I will do this. I'll go pre-qualify. And uh, just just look at it. I'll take a step, and then we'll kind of see, right? And, man, I have done this with so many things in my life. And, you know, there's truth truth in advertising as a Christian. Sometimes God gives you a sign. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he answers. Sometimes he doesn't. I mean, it's, you know, it just, but you hope, right? Because it's a whole lot easier to make decisions when you get a little bit of help, right? I got a call from a community in North Escambia County, and they asked me to come. I don't know how they knew I was running, but they asked me to come and say a few words. When I got there, there was a line of men, and I walked directly to the closest point, and and I just had never shook anyone's hand as a politician, but tapped this guy. He turned around, and uh, I said, I'm Doug Broxson. He said, I'm Trevor Lowry. First person I ever met as a politician. I said, Trevor Lowry? He said, yeah. He said, Doug Broxson? I said, yeah. I said, was your dad a deputy for my dad 60 years ago? He said, yeah. Was your dad Bart Broxson? 
Yeah. I could not believe it. His dad was a passenger in a patrol car the very time my dad was killed. He was the last guy to speak to my father as a politician, and his son was the first guy to speak to me as a politician. Instantly, I knew I had to do it. Man, I just, ugh. So he, uh, he closed out his remarks uh, this way. Corey Timboon, a Holocaust survivor, was a great author, and she wrote this. And I've been doing this over the last year. When, you, when you're terming out, you have to start. It's like turning 50. You know, you grieve at 49. <laughs> it's true. It says, I have learned to hold all things lightly, so God will not have to pry them out of my hands. This is the process we go through to let things slip through our hands, to go on to a different part of our life, and to remember what great people you've served with. God bless you for your friendship. See, we just need people like that. Now, I know you disagree with him about some things, and I do too, but it's a whole lot easier to make politics function properly when we have people of character like that to disagree with rather than the other kind of character, even if they're people we do agree with. So I uh, I applaud Senator Brocks. Of course, he's still got another week. And, well, I mean, you know, he's really got like, what, eight months, nine months in office still. But, uh, you know, one more week as the uh, Senate Appropriations Chair. And uh, I just, you know, sometimes in, in my job and in this business, we um, we focus a lot on the what's wrong, you know, and the, how hilarious the dysfunction is <clears throat> with some cities. Uh, <laughs> but I genuinely love to celebrate virtue and goodness and decency and good examples. And uh, so when I get the opportunity, uh, I will take that. 748 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Well, uh, this traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. Our major slowdown this morning looks like it's going to be on Highway 98 westbound, getting just as you're getting into proper there, coming out of the Naval Live Oaks Nature Preserve at that light at the Whataburger and the hospital. It looks like that's really slowing down, backing up there for a couple miles. Uh, don't see an accident reported, but definitely seeing some major slowdown. Otherwise, around town, we're looking great. Uh, Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace is accident-free. I am seeing a little bit of traffic in Milton getting over the bridge there on Highway 90. Uh, that'll be westbound uh, going towards the Blackwater there. Uh, but other than that, we're looking great. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. ECUA Bulk Waste Service is now call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Hey, it's time to give away some tickets for those of you that are expecting to uh, be entertained and thrilled by the Sunbelt Conference, which is coming here to Pensacola. The Sunbelt Conference tournament, the women's tournament. I've got session three, round two tickets. I believe that that will be March the 6th at 11.30 and at 2 p.m. That's what it says here, and I'm trusting that's correct. So if you would like to go watch the women play some basketball, uh, at the Sunbelt Conference here at the Bay Center coming up in, uh, gosh, uh, 
five days. That is next week, man. All right. So uh, call number three right now, 437-1620-437-1620. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida, brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman. Brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Pinner Credit Union is here. For every move-in day to the perfect home. Every trip up the coast in the perfect car. For every business door unlocked. Every dollar saved for something special. Every dream achieved one goal at a time. We're here because Pinair Credit Union has been a part of this community since 1936. And with affordable lending, flexible accounts, easy access, and smart guidance, we're a perfect fit for the way you bank. Join us at Pinair.org. You'll fit right in. Insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. This is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Join me Monday at 10 for the Chamber Connection Show. This week on the Chamber Connection, we'll be talking to Ray Palmer with Pensacola Sports. Ray will give us an update on all that's happening with the Sunbelt basketball tournaments and everything that Pensacola Sports is up to. So join us at 10 for the Chamber Connection. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. It's like headline news for radio every day, 4 to 7 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Or perhaps you don't want to see the second largest ball of twine on the face of the earth, which is only four short hours away. Now, it wouldn't really be this show if we didn't uh, change tone just a little bit because uh, what we have been talking about is uh, the very, uh, you know, kind of wonderful accolades and uh, just decency of a retiring, termed-out state senator like Doug Broxson. And also at um, the Pensacola City Council meeting is actually at the Agenda Review. I had not gotten to this yet, but I do have a minute now. I wanted to share it with you. Um, Tommy White was presenting. He's, I forget what he was with. He was with the, um, uh, the opioid task force or board or something like that and some of the stuff that he was explaining i just this is important it's hard to hear but he was talking about drug use here in our area particularly with juveniles we have no facility here currently that if i have a child that is on opioids that is addicted to opioids we have nowhere we can they can do an intake and that is a problem i have heard this before from other people that if you have a minor who is on drugs, uh, there's just no intake locally. I think Panama City is the closest one. I mean, it's ridiculously far away. This is a problem that needs addressing. Um, but also, the age groups and their use of illicit drugs and who's being drawn into that problem, there's some very concerning stuff here. And But if you look at that under-18 gap and the calls that they're getting on that, the other age groups are kind of stabilizing. That my that minor age group is starting to grow on the number of calls. So the other ages, the other demographics, the older, you know, 
you know, actual adults, uh, are kind of flat in terms of the number of users and overdoses and that kind of stuff. And he's saying that based on what he has been told, the children, minors, using illicit drugs is on the increase here locally. Look at the graph. It's ticking up. These numbers up here is kind of holding steady. This graph down here under 18, it's, it's in a few years, they're going to be meeting the adult graph. And uh, that's a problem. And of course, not just from the individual perspective of that's terrible for our kids, but in terms of burdening a system that's not handling the current drug epidemic very well, as they age up, we're going to have even more of this problem. Now, uh, one of the things that he was talking about is the way we really need to work to get all of these different programs working together. And this is one of these common problems we have. We have the same problem with like homeless relief, where we have a bunch of people doing good stuff on their own not working so well all together, and that's where, like, the continuum of care concept comes in. He says kind of the same thing when it comes to dealing with, you know, opioids and drug problems. The school system, there's a, um, there's a disconnect. Let me tell you, there's a disconnect through the entire, entire county. Um, and what, what I mean by that is that we need a vertebrae. And right now, there's different parts. There's an arm over here, a foot over here, a leg over there, a head over there. And, but there's not a, a vertebrae, a structure. But there is hope. He says he thinks that um, the uh, core program that has been put together by Scambia County EMS and Chief Torcell, that that might function in this way that's the one where you know somebody goes into like the call nine one because they're overdosing, you take them to the hospital, and then you ask them. Would you like our help getting you off the drugs and they can work them onto the, you know, the, the drug program that actually gives them the one that doesn't make the drug effective and makes them not want it voluntary? That's, that's something we've been doing for, gosh, what, about six months now, I think, in Escambia County? I will say, and I'm going to give kudos to uh, Chief of EMS, that core system is, could be that vertebrae. Uh, I think if, as a community, as a county, as a city, if we really get behind that and start plugging people in to that situation is going to be amazing. We're going to be a model for the rest of the state and probably the rest of the country of how to do this. We're, I mean, he's on fire. Man, I, I hope that's true. And, and also, you know, we've had a lot of controversy over Chief Tarcell recently with regards to the union and the no confidence vote. Um, but the core program and some of those sort of implementation of new that kind of stuff. Uh, I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about that. That seems to be working great. I mean, even if it's small enough numbers, it's better than zero. You know, it's saving people's lives above zero, which is always the goal. 756 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? All right. If you're on Highway 98 westbound this morning heading into Gulf Breeze proper, once you get into the Naval Live Oaks Preserve, we're going to see some major slowdown getting up to that intersection at the hospital. Uh, I don't see an accident or anything reported, but uh, definitely some slow go there. Otherwise, around town, we're looking great. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace is good. In, in Milton, though, getting up over the bridge to the Blackwater, Highway 90 there, that's gonna that's really starting to back up westbound there. Um, but otherwise, coming out of Milton through Pace, we're looking good. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? 
Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny being laid to rest today. One noticeable, one notable person not attending that funeral, NBC's Keir Simmons. Alexei Navalny's wife, Yulia, uh, she obviously has been outside of Russia. She won't be there because she has been speaking out even this week, describing her husband's death, that he was killed uh, by President uh, Putin. Those funeral services are open to the public in Russia, but of course, uh, some mourners uh, may be facing a risk if they go after Navalny's death. Hundreds of people were detained for attending memorials. Uh, the biggest wildfire in Texas history now spreading into Oklahoma. The Smokehouse Creek fire uh, has now spread to Oklahoma and burned 30,000 acres there. Over a million acres burned in Texas so far. And, you know, Iowa basketball superstar Caitlin Clark has uh, said this is going to be her last year playing college basketball, Andrew. She's declared for the WNBA draft next year. Apparently, tickets for what could be her final, uh, or what will be, I guess, her final college game are now on track to set a new record for being the most expensive women's basketball tickets ever. Uh, beating records for both college basketball and the WNBA. The tickets for the uh, Iowa game this Sunday are ranging from a minimum of $450 all the way up to $5,000. And Clark is on track to uh, potentially break Pete Maravich's NCAA Division I scoring record. She only needs 18 points. Wow. In three years? Uh, did he play four? I don't know, but wow, that is yeah. amazing. And the uh, last good thing in Iowa um uh, sports. The only you. good for, thing for you, David. This I'm year. so sorry. <laughs> oh, by the way, there was a national study and apparently uh, of some kind, and apparently FHP, FHP has the eighth sexiest uniform of Stream all us state at news radio com. <laughs> news radio 923. WNRP Golf Breeze Milton Pensacola.